Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is September 9th, and we will be reading paragraphs 1968 through 1975 today. And it is the Feast of St. Peter Claver. And we are closing out our section on uh, Article 1, the Moral Law today. So we'll just start the in-brief section on that. And we are in this, uh, the middle of uh, this part called the New Law or the Law of the Gospel. And we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Law of the Gospel fulfills the commandments of the Law. The Lord's Sermon on the Mount, far from abolishing or devaluing the moral prescriptions of the Old Law, releases their hidden potential and has new demands arise from them. It reveals their entire divine and human truth. It does not add new external precepts, but, pr but proceeds to reform the heart, the root of human acts, where man chooses between the pure and the impure, where faith, hope, and charity are formed, and with them the other virtues. The gospel thus brings the law to its fullness, through imitation of the perfection of the Heavenly Father, through forgiveness of enemies and prayers for persecutors, in emulation of the divine generosity. The new law practices the acts of religion, almsgiving, prayer, and fasting, directing them to the Father who sees in secret, in contrast with the desire to be seen by men. Its prayer is the Our Father. The law of the gospel requires us to make the decisive choice between the two ways, and to put into practice the words of the Lord. It is summed up in the golden rule. Whatever you wish that men would do to you, do so to them. This is the new law and the prophets. The entire law of the gospel is contained in the new commandment of Jesus, to love one another as he has loved us. To the Lord's Sermon on the Mount it is fitting to add the moral catechesis of the apostolic teachings, such as Romans 12-15, 1 Corinthians 12 through 13, Colossians 3 through 4, Ephesians 4 through 5, etc. This doctrine hands on the Lord's teaching with the authority of the apostles, particularly in the presentation of the virtues that flow from faith in Christ and are animated by charity, the principal gift of the Holy Spirit. Let charity be genuine, love one another with brotherly affection, rejoice in your hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints, practice hospitality. This catechesis also teaches us to deal with cases of conscience in the light of our relationship to Christ and to the Church. The new law is called a law of love because it makes us act out of the love infused by the Holy Spirit rather than from fear. A law of grace because it confers the strength of grace to act by means of faith and the sacraments. A law of freedom, because it sets us free from the ritual and juridical observances of the old law, inclines us to act spontaneously by the prompting of charity, and finally, lets us pass from the condition of a servant who does not know what his master is doing, to that of a friend of Christ. For all that I have heard from my Father I have made known to you, or even to the status of son and heir. Besides its precepts, the new law also includes the evangelical councils. 
The traditional distinction between God's commandments and the evangelical counsels is drawn in relation to charity, the perfection of Christian life. The precepts are intended to remove whatever is incompatible with charity. The aim of the counsels is to remove whatever might hinder the development of charity, even if it is not contrary to it. The evangelical counsels manifest the living fullness of charity, which is never satisfied with not giving more. They attest its vitality and call forth our spiritual readiness. The perfection of the new law consists essentially in the precepts of love of God and neighbor. The counsels point out the more direct ways, the readier means, and are to be practiced in keeping with the vocation of each. God does not want each person to keep all the counsels, but only those appropriate to the diversity of persons, times, opportunities, and strengths, as charity requires. For it is charity, as queen of all virtues, all commandments, all counsels, and, in short, of all laws and all Christian actions, that gives to all of them their rank, order, time, and value. In brief, according to Scripture, the law is a fatherly instruction by God which prescribes for man the ways that lead to the promised beatitude and prescribes the ways of evil. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholicatechism.com and you can email me at dailycatholicatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.